Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast. The podcast where one of us is a fucking lunatic. And the other one is named Leo. Hi. And also one of us uh, gets pizza and they also pour more marinara sauce on top of that pizza. More fucking pizza sauce. Yeah, I was just having a fuck. I was was just having a fucking pizza. Yeah, pizza pie. A fucking piece of pizza. Yeah, as you say uh, in those parts. Yeah, as we say in those parts, meaning my parts, but not those parts. Not those parts. Uh, fucking poured some sauce on top of that bitch. I was like, you know, there's not enough fucking sauce on here. Yeah, where's the source? Yeah, they don't say source. Yeah, they say source. Yeah, source. Sauce. 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 Where's the source on my pizza? Well, I mean, well, let's dive into it. We had some. (laughs) We had some fights over the weekend. We sure did. We had some fights that people paid for, and ultimately, at the end of it, we're probably pretty disappointed. At the end of it, so let's talk about that. Um, Juice, what is your prelim pick of the evening from two UFC two eighty? Let's get into it. From the second UFC two eighty, yeah, from the second like, UFC two eighty, two eighties. Because honestly, I wish we could get a do over so that night could be a different night because those fights were pretty mid, painfully mid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say I really loved. Mohammed uh, Mohayev versus Malcolm Gordon. Yeah, and let me tell you something. I walked away being a pretty big Malcolm Gordon fan. Yes, because I'm already pretty high on Mohammed Mohayev, and um, I still, I'm still not convinced he's he's unproblematic. I right. have to say that. Yep. And so I'm like cautiously optimistic. I'm like, seems wholesome, seems very fucking talented. Well, it doesn't really seem wholesome because he's like he was like going off on this one dude. He's like fuck this bitch or whatever. Like, yeah. But yeah. he seems fucking likable. That I'll say that he seems likable. Um, probably he was a he was a guest of like the the Prince of Bahrain or something like that. Which mm-hmm. I don't so know. You much, never know. Yeah, you never <laughs> you know. You never know. <laughs> yeah. He I probably mean, hears was... this and he's like, "What is this bullshit?" He's gonna yeah. Come after me. Yeah, he's definitely going to listen to, uh, to, I was about to say, fighting with myself. Ah, he definitely dude. listens to for the friendly po- sparring pod. I know that. I know that for a fact. That makes yeah. him a good person. Who cares how many people he's put in the ditch? Yeah, who fucking cares, dude? Yeah. Who fucking cares that he hates? Go on. No, no. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm happy that you're not. Uh, but um, good. I feel like if I walked up to him with like a, a rainbow flag on my shirt, he's like, what is this bullshit? Uh, Are you fucking th- gay? Uh, can I tell you something? It's a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent positive that would happen. Just instantly ankle pick me. Yeah, like, instantly. You motherfucker. And then fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And, then... and he's like, "This isn't gay." Just have to show dominance. Which sure, she my did, dominance. Yeah. Which he did over Malcolm Gordon. He um, did. Although, I mean, here's why I say I'm a big, big fan of Malcolm Gordon. <clears throat> Malcolm Gordon got him in some compromising spots, dude. Absolutely. I, I think that. Uh, I mean, it was a good three round battle. I mean. It, 
it definitely didn't warrant the the you know negative uh eleven fifty that uh Muhammad had. Like they really, really yeah. counted Malcolm Gordon out completely almost. Um and I wonder how much of it he was like, Oh, I underestimate this guy because he's ten years older than me. And I was like I mean, I do believe that like I remember being twenty one, twenty two, being like, Yeah, I'm fucking invincible. But like but when Mark- you're a fighter and he's had like thirty amateur fights, like I feel like you had to have fought somebody that might yeah. have been a little older and realized that like but also part Especially of me, like 32, not that old, like, fuck you, I'm 32. I don't know. The idea of under underestimating someone, I, I don't know, for me, kind of just goes out the window uh, when you're in the middle of the fight. Like, that's just personally, like, I can't imagine someone feeling that way, really, because, I mean, what's the idea that that you're you're going to underestimate this person and not train as hard? Like, that also doesn't compute with being a fighter. Right. So whenever someone's like, yeah, I don't know, I've heard fighters say like, I've un- I underestimated them. And I'm like, but it's a, it's a fight. Like it's, it, you, you're yeah. fighting, you know? And like some people are in there to rip your head off and, and you have to go in there thinking that that's what they're doing. You can't go in there thinking like, Oh, he'll probably just try to wrestle or try to do some jujitsu stuff. But my jujitsu is going to be better or my striking is going to be better. He's not going to want to go like all that stuff. Yeah. There's no, there's no underestimating when you get in the <laughs> In in the in well, the unless it ends in like a, I was saying, like if it ends in like a a quick quickish finish, like sure for sure, uh, Luke Hold, Luke Luke Hold, you know where I'm going with this, Luke Rockhold versus yeah. Michael Bisping two, you know they already fought in 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 Sydney and and Luke waxed that ass and then he got in there, he was underestimating the shit out of Bisping, and was just showing him no respect, and Bisping got that sweet sweet KO, Ugh. living forever in our memories. There's a now fucking they, clean ass KO too. Yeah, and now like they, TKO. Yeah, that exactly, motherfucker yeah. was out. You know the way that you, you know, every time you talk about it, dude, I just, I, I'm instantly transported back there. It's so, it's such like a specific right? like memory that's it's really, like sense really memory. We've talked about it so many times in this podcast, but it yeah. really like just being in that arena, man, what a great sport. Anyway, uh, good job. I, too. I like, I legitimately, that arena is better than any arena I've seen fights in. I've seen right. fights in Madison Square Garden, the Barclays in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. fucking Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City, which is obviously a fucking shithole. But like, yeah, even still, like the forum, there was just something magical about it. Yeah, it was I really named the forum great. for the fucking thing. Yeah, and it was really magical. several podcasts have taken that. Yeah, several. Yeah, several. Yeah, because the forum. You know yeah, I mean? it hasn't existed before this point, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fuck you. Those forums on the internet haven't yeah. ever existed. No. <laughs> because... No. Stop it. Uh, anyway, you know very job. well what I mean. <laughs> I good job to uh, Muhammad Munkayev. Muhammad Munkayev. He did a great job. Uh, now, it almost sounds like say? you're trying to put the on the M's too. Yeah. Like you're just doing it on every available Muhammad. syllable. Muhammad. 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 Speaking, of the Wallace, yeah. Speaking of Bilal Muhammad, um, no, uh, so you know, I wanted to highlight another prelim, but honestly, I was looking at it and they all went to decision, so nothing was too out of the ordinary for all these Russian Dagestani motherfuckers fighting. Uh, I mean, I also, kid- I want to say, I didn't hate Petrosian versus Dobson. Right, that's fair. That one at least that was a nice the- like kickboxing match. Yeah, that one stayed which- on the feet a little bit, but. I don't know. All of them were were 
Okay, I thought Irma Gerd was going to win, but I guess he didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, but also, um, I don't know. There, it was it was an okay fight card. I mean, up until lead, leading to Bilal, I was pretty sure Bilal was going to lose. I was almost very positive that Bilal was going to lose. And yeah, I, same. And I watched the. I don't know, man. It, if you if anyone wants to, this is the only fight I think that I've ever watched that I felt something was rigged in some way. I know this is weird. Like this is the first time I've ever watched a fight where I was like, this is strange. Um, so like the last, uh, I want to say like 45 seconds, Bilal was kind of throwing a barrage of punches. Sean Brady didn't throw anything back, like zero things back. And, and like, we're talking like, uh, in the barrage of punches, there was, a there was a break from the action for like, I want to say like five seconds, like where they broke apart from each other and still nothing from Brady. And I was like, okay, uh, sure. He's getting his bearings, but it was just such a long time before the ref called it. And like Sean Brady threw not even a Hail Mary haymaker, not even shooting, not even anything, just getting punched in the face for 45 seconds straight. It was a little weird. I, I recommend everyone just go back and watch it. Not to say that, you know, I think Bilal's a great fighter, and I know that for a fact. Um, it's just this one specifically, especially with Sean Brady being such a Sean Brady. Um, <laughs> yeah, being I such felt, a fucking Brady. Yeah, I just wish that he would have, you know, went all Peter Brady on him and whooped his kid's ass, you know? Anyway. Uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, Bilal was whooping that ass, and he was like, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean, good, good on Bilal for winning. Uh, Here's a story the, yeah. of a cuck Sean Brady. <laughs> of a cuck Sean. Oh, wow. I, I don't know. I, maybe How we should call the episode. I fucking turn on Sean Brady. If we should call the episode the cuck Sean Brady. <laughs> Here's a story of a cuck Sean Brady. Here's a story of a Sean Brady. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. But, um, Good on Bilal. Remember the shades. Remember the name. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm interested to see who he fights next. I mean, honestly, good call out for Hamza. I don't think that's going to happen, but good call out. Like, please, let's let that happen. I mean, Hamza's going to murder Bilal. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no way that Hamza is going to not tear through Bilal. If Imagine if we keep him. underestimating Bilal and, and he fucking rips Hamza a new asshole. Could you? But I don't know. I couldn't imagine that. I feel like Bilal is slightly to. less problematic than Hamzad, so Absolutely. And not by much. Yeah. So that's yeah, not even yeah. enough. But anyway. Uh, so, yeah, those were the, the prelims that we picked out of the, the bunch. And now we're going to move on to the um, main card with our two I was going to say, I was exaggerating. He's more than slightly less problematic. <laughs> so he's definitely way problem. more. Yeah. Way more. Hamzad's he... way more problematic than Bilal. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's hanging out with the Chechenians, so he's fine. Mm, that's getting paid, of fine. getting paid by them but anyway um motherfuckers letting ramzan khadirov take him down just like oh look at that you <laughs> took me down speaking of hamza and a wid uh caitlin chukagian and manol farol <laughs> no, um good fight uh they they were really bringing um the action to each other uh i thought manon won pretty easily like as far as like watching the fight i was pretty convinced that she won um but not without caitlin having her few moments in there um but the i wanted to fight on. val already dude the uh, uh, i don't know man it's okay well she did call out grasso 
Yeah, I would say that's that's probably her. Definitely best bet. be interested in that fight because I also wouldn't mind Grosso getting a title shot. So I think like yeah, the winner of that fight and, and Manon has said she wants to fight one more person before she gets to the top. So I think that that's the right the right move because this performance definitely like I was like oh like I don't know you watch sometimes you watch these fights and you're just you think about Valentina or just like these elite super elite fighters. And you're just like, oh, they would have been murdered like by now. They would have been, you know, dominated at this point. So I think Manon versus Grasso is a good, um, good follow up fight um, for this one. Um, so anyway, uh, do you have anything to say about Caitlin or uh, or the Manon fight? No, no fight. Part of me feels like no, just that. Um, you know, Manon. Congratulations! Can yeah, congratulations! Get it. Yeah, congratulations to your countrywoman. Yeah, congratulations to my fellow countrywoman. Uh, please accept my seed as um, yeah, well, a thank you gift. She might. Um, moving on to, uh, I don't want to say a, a fight that's... Please accept my seed. I'm going to send Manolf Yoro a care package of my cum. Wow. Hey, you heard it here, Remember folks? you said that you one time? I have to give you credit. You came up with that, but uh, it was about someone else that I won't repeat. It definitely is a it definitely is a care package. Yeah, it, it's filled with care. Yeah, <laughs> literally oozing with care. But anyway, it's yeah. oozing with care. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's dripping. Can you imagine with care. she fucking opens up the mail like Zutalor. What is this? <laughs> Sacré bleu. Yeah, wow. that's how they all sound. Yeah, that is how they all sound. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, wow. <laughs> anyway, moving on to someone who definitely has so, so sent care packages have come in the mail. Bernard Darius versus Mateo Scamrot. Uh, one of them has no. Um, I forgot that fight was on the card too. And by the by, the way you said that, I thought it was going to be O'Malley versus Jan. Oh, no, like, no. Although yeah. O'Malley is definitely sending a fucking care package of his cum. <laughs> that's. I don't know if that's true, but you. Sean O'Malley, uh, we'll get there when we get there. But like Sean O'Malley is the kind of fucking guy, dude. He who? had his own like sugar Kush or whatever, like sugar cum, yeah, strain. He'd be the kind of guy that would like come on the bud, uh-huh. yeah, before he gives it to you to smoke. And, and, wow, and thinking that's good that you would like that. Hey, like, can I even, like, can I tell you something? He's the only guy in history that would have done that because I don't think anyone's ever come on some bud and been like, here, smoke this. These yeah. smoke my kids. <laughs> or if he's like, yeah, if he's like growing it and they're like, oh, I need to fertilize this. Yeah, as opposed to shit, he's like, oh, here's, I got something better. <laughs> Wait a minute, turn around and stroke it a little bit. <laughs> what? Uh, get out of here, you fucking literal clown. <laughs> God. Um, anyway, we're not there yet. We're getting to Jesus Benil loving Benil Daryush. Swear to God, fucking dude. saying that Jesus Christ literally in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of beating the shit out of another man. Just being like, Jesus is my savior. I just beat the shit out of Mateo Scamrot. And he did a really, I mean, Benil did a great job. Um yeah. I mean, it was a it was a pretty great performance against Mateos. Uh uh, I, I had respect. I think I have more respect for Mataus after this fight as well. But like everyone keeps counting Benil out, and he's just been out for such a long time. But watching him back in there, it's one of those things that he proves to be one of those fighters that, first of all, is always game, like he said. Um, 
I want, you know, I hopefully he could get a title shot soon. I think he probably needs one more just to get everything off, but that performance was really, really great. So I don't really know how to, how to, you know, go from here, but yeah, I mean, Benil's, you know, super into Jesus and that's okay. I don't mind. It's just, he was really, really, right. really spreading the gospel in the, in the arena, really spreading the gospel, like really just told them that Jesus is that peanut savior. butter gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Brown smooth and easy to easy spread, to spread. Peanut yeah, butter exactly. gospel. It's true. Yeah. That's what we're calling this episode because that peanut is butter gospel. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Moving, moving on to uh, Piotr Jan versus Sean O'Malley. Juice, hmm. obviously, as you saw, the controversy that's going on online is did Piotr so divided win the fight? And everyone keeps watching it again and over and over again. In the moment, I the fight was done. I believe that Piotr had won the fight against O'Malley, um, but. I wouldn't say that it was a full robbery. You know, I think that the the division is like it's either a full robbery or like Sean O'Malley one hands down. I think it was a really inc- I mean anyone out there who believes that it was an incredibly close fight. Um that's how I that's how I view it and the more I more I think about it it felt pretty close. I just think that maybe with like Piotr's movement and like the uh i don't know like there's something that there's an extra intangible that we're not thinking of i guess that uh you know maybe maybe sean o'malley sent care packages of his come to all the judges and yeah they, one of them happened to like it a lot more than the other because wonder if he yeah. saw the scorecard in between rounds yeah and just like Came on it and it, it made the ink spread, bit. made a uh, nine look like a ten. Oh yeah. And they're like, oh, maybe he did win. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, wait a minute, I did just score that, but well, it is it is Sean O'Malley's come. I might as well I keep mean, this card. Yeah. <laughs> licks the card. Um, yeah. Only on uh, friendly sparring podcast can you get the theory that Sean O'Malley came on a judge's scorecard to make a nine a ten, and then for some reason they didn't change that nine back. That 10 back into a nine. And for some reason, that is why Sean O'Malley won. Ladies and gentlemen, I can promise you, if anyone if anyone tells you that that their show is better than our show, just come listen to these theories. And I promise you, nobody has theories as wild as ours. Hands down, I don't care who you are. We have the wildest theories. Best, hands down, heads hands up, down, anywhere your hands any, are. Anywhere your hands are, I swear to you. I, I challenge anyone that's listening to this right now. Show me a podcast that has better theories than we got. Uh, and more outlandish, I can tell you they they don't exist. I love that's your barometer for like quality. You're like, but it is. You want to have po- a quality podcast? You gotta have a fucking outlandish theory about Sean O'Malley's come. They're the best outlandish theories on earth. Hell yeah, dude! Of all UFC, of all the UFC podcasts out there, we're talking the greatest of the greats. All of them. I promise you that no one has had more outlandish theories than than me and Juice. 100%. Please, we're challenging all all podcasts that listen to us, all podcasts that don't listen to us. Please let us know. Hey, remember that time, fucking someone was like, "Hey, what if there were no rules in MMA?" And I was like, "Vampires, vampires." Yeah, exactly. I mean, who's gonna think of that? Because honestly, we just 
define back to that anyway look i don't want i don't mean to pat us on the back so much about it i just think that if you guys are coming here for a ufc podcast you've you've come to the wrong place because we're just constantly talking about this is a cum podcast yeah if not yeah if anything we're the cum podcast yeah come in stay a while we're the we're the number 40th uh ufc podcast but we're the number one one cum podcast Let's hear it for us, baby. The Venn diagram of Cum Podcast and UFC Podcast is just us. It's just only us. We're only in that that field. I promise. And like, look, leave leave a five star review and let us know. I because yeah. if leave we a go five star review with your cum. No, I and I, it's even more hilarious. I think for for us personally, what I think has carved our niche in this uh, market is I th- almost think almost every episode we have a pretty outlandish theory. Somewhere, yeah. somehow, somehow, not 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 all of them. Some of them, maybe not. But any of the ones where questions are poised, or we have to come up with uh, strange scenarios that we come up with at the top of our head, yeah. guaranteed, no one comes up with stranger ones than us. Guaranteed, guaranteed. And last guaranteed- thing on this, yeah, I'm 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 just realizing, wouldn't it be fucked up if like, because <laughs> you can do merch on Patreon, mm-hmm. you can be like, hey, imagine if we like made it available for patrons to like. Purchase a vial of our cum. Oh wow! So, I think hey, we would you like some cum? I, I'm pretty sure we talked about this already. I'm pretty sure we need to revisit it because because yeah. <laughs> 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 this is the second yeah. time it's come up. So yeah, it's come fair. up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, I had Piotr Jan won and Sean O'Malley lost. Yeah, Piotr come. Yeah, Piotr come. Um, speaking who didn't get to come, fucking TJ Dillashaw that night because his fucking shoulder was popped out of place. Um. <laughs> Imagine he's trying to like he's all sad in the fucking yeah, yeah he's all sad in the hotel and he's like trying to jack off his yeah. shoulder fucking pops out he's just like <laughs> okay <laughs> great well speaking of look okay Aljamain uh beat the shit out of TJ Dillashaw because TJ Dillashaw's fucking shoulder popped out yeah. of his goddamn socket. Like we I don't under- yeah, nothing yeah. from this fight. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how anyone could say I don't know how you even look at this in a in a uh subjective like I mean it is only subjective, but I just mean like I don't know how you could even possibly be like, look at Aljo's technique and all like I, yeah, how? like it's not even remotely possible. Like if you thought Aljo was gonna win before the fight. It's very possible that you watch that and be like, "Well, you all saw what happened." And I'd be like, "Yeah, it was he was fighting a one-armed fighter, like yeah. actually fighting a." And everybody in the arena, everybody at home, Al Jermaine himself, uh, uh, fucking who was the ref? Um, Goddard. Yes, uh, Mark Goddard knew. Yeah. Like every coaches knew, everybody knew. So I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this, and this is like I think a more clear uh, like indication of what happened. But you remember um, Roxanne Montefiore versus Macy Barber? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Macy blew out her knee, and she just fucking got trashed. Oh, yeah. and I was like, I told y'all, and everyone was like, No, she fucking blew out her knee, and I was like, Fuck you, it has nothing to do with not, the knee. <laughs> not as obvious. No, this was pretty yeah, bad. And like, what's even worse? I mean, like on the microphone, like uh, TJ came up and was like. Yeah, I blew my shoulder out in April. And I was like, dude, what? What? And then he was like, I'd like to apologize to the vision. I was like, bro, get get out of the get out of the fight months before you're you're scheduled to fight. 
let someone else come into that spot. Give someone yeah. else that money. Yeah, the, the, well, no, the, I mean, the more speaking of money, the more I think about it, the more I honestly think he needed a paycheck. Yeah, because all like, the PEDs in his fucking penis face. He hasn't, he hasn't had a fight in like 15 months, which means he hasn't gotten a paycheck in 15 months. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Um, I mean, there's not really much to say on it. I mean, like I said, Aljamain just, I, I mean, like super, fr- <laughs> like training for a title fight, fresh fighter uh, is currently the champion. Asterisk. Asterisk. Wait a minute. Um, and was prepped for that fight as a champion would be. Gives a championship performance because he's fighting against someone with one Ike. There's just no way to to go around this. So it is what it is. It is what it is. And then and then the then the rest of the then the rest of the card just ended. Nobody needs to talk about it. I'm trying to find the fucking voice message that I sent in the group chat, but bro, remember when I was like, this is so dumb. I was like, I hope Aljo has his next three fights are all successful title defenses in terms of the fact that he retains his belt, but they're all fucking fluky like this, like weird yeah. DQs, yeah, yeah. the opponent's injured, or like they're on drugs. Which I mean, how much longer do you think it's going to be until he fights? TJ or Aljo? Aljo, not TJ. Nobody gives a shit about TJ. Yeah, nobody gives a shit about TJ. And he, he, we we got so much time for that that shoulder to be re- like. Um, no. Then he's got TJ's done. He should he's just done. retire. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. There's no point. I mean, like the PED leading into no. It's just, he just it's there's so far. much recovery time. By the time he's ready to come back, it's he's not going to be in his prime. The Bantamweight division has got such fucking young, hungry talent. They're going to yeah, kill him. Exactly. I don't necessarily think that he's not going to be in his prime. I just think, like, he's just – it's just so far out now. And then he was like, I was holding up the division. And I was like, yeah, bro, get out. Step out. No, Don't apologize and be like, I'm sorry. And then be like, oh, okay, well, anyways, I'm still number two. Like, what? <laughs> he's still going to come up. And how, how about during the fucking pre-fight press conference or whatever? When I, I forget when he said this, but it, he fucking <laughs> said the quiet part out loud. And he was like, yeah, you're going to get beat by a cheater. Hey man, uh, fucking yeah. better choice of words, you <laughs> yeah. idiot. Absolutely yeah, Neanderthal. Yeah, well, I guess we do have to talk like about Aljo's fucking any better. Yeah, I guess we do have to talk about fucking Andrew Taint Liquor. No, fucking Charles Oliveira. Oh no, we don't have to talk about that because here's the thing: like uh, Volk is gonna smash Islam, and that's all. That's smash. all we need to to care about. Like I, I fucking do not want to live in a world where Islam Makhachev is the fucking champion, dude. But honestly, guys, like. For real, like I am pretty fucking pumped for Islam versus um versus uh, yeah versus Volk. Like the fact that they did it in the arena, they talked about it. Like it's great, and like Volkanovski and Islam, like much respect to them. I mean, I'm interested to see Charles Oliveira come back in. I mean, Charles Oliveira versus Volk, awesome. Uh, uh Volk versus Islam, awesome. Like Volk is, you know, he. Let me put it to you this way: if those are his next two fights, and then he de- goes back down and defends his um featherweight uh. Belt, I mean, he'll he'll be solidified. I mean, he already is at this point. He's already pound yeah. pound number one. Uh, but if he goes up and beats Islam, and then also beats Charles, and then goes back down, it's pretty pretty amazing. Uh, but anyway, um, so we're gonna talk a little bit about the fight. Um, I, I think the first round went about as everyone expected. Like the two powers just kind of collided in such a great way. And looked good, and they both like had their moments. 
Um, <clears throat> but man, that that second round, uh, Charles Oliveira with this with the up kick, and but Islam was just maybe that wasn't in the second round, maybe it was at the end of the first, but um, Islam just really overwhelmed him, and then like I I just could I couldn't believe he submitted him. Uh, first of all, I thought it was going to come with a ground and pound. I really did. I couldn't believe that that, yeah. that that arm triangle was so brutal. Like it was just so brutal to Charles and he just kind of, you know, tapped it out. And I was like, dang, like this really fucking sucks. Um, I mean, we love Charlie olives on this fucking podcast. We think, I think he's wholesome. He's great. I can't wait to see him fight again. Um, Cause he's an exciting fighter. I think he, he can have a good comeback story. I think Islam char, uh, uh, Charlotte's two would be good uh, because I don't know. Uh, I'm curious to see what people think about if they would sit, call this an incredibly dominant uh, performance by Islam. You know? Yeah. If you watch it, if you watch it again, uh, you know, it's pretty even matched. So uh, I would say like it airs more on the side of a dominant performance, but because it's. Charles Oliveira, you know, it's just one of those things. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's the UFC uh, 280 fight card. Uh, and we're going to jump right into the forum because um, because we're on time crunches. I say, yeah, just for time. Let's pull up the one from the big homie Rhino. Let's do it. Hey, just Lee, it's big homie wow. Rhino from the Combat Sports Rhino podcast. So, oh, wait, I actually wasn't playing it. Hold on. Yeah, I know. That was just you. <laughs> hey, Juice and Leo. It's a homie, Rhino, from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast. So on New Year's Eve this year, there's the big uh, cross-promotion Ryzen versus Bellator uh, that's going to be taking place. And, you know, on each other's shows, Juice, even going back a while, we've talked about doing, you know, we've talked about crossover uh, and promotion versus promotion and these types of uh, situations. Well, we're, we're, we have another one coming up on the on the 31st. My question is, if this show tanks, like if it does not do the numbers that everyone's kind of anticipating it's going to, do you think that closes the door on further, you know, MMA promotions, cross-promoting and having, you know, our promotion versus your promotion kind of a situation. I'm really kind of curious to see, uh, see how this one goes, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Love you guys. Love the show. Talk to you later. Yeah, dude, this is such a good question, and um, I'll tell, I'll tell you this from my perspective. The, the show happening overseas that I'm the most curious about is fucking Fight Circus, baby. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I don't think... No, I, if the numbers don't, don't go as well as they, they believe them to, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know what the numbers they're even expecting to be honest with you. Cause, uh, yeah. and what, what day is it? Do you know? It's the, it's new year's Eve. It's yeah. literally December 31st. I'll say this. I think, um, when he says it's an interesting question to think, to, to say, Oh, if the numbers don't do what we you, people are expecting, does that close the door for other promotions? So far, Bellator and Ryzen are really the only ones doing this kind of thing. Yeah. And they they have a good relationship that I don't think, you know, I think the numbers will be there. But even if the, they're not, you know, I, I think they will not be discouraged from doing this because they have done it. And even back in the day, like Scott Coker was detailing that, like, uh, um, what's it called? Their relationship had gone back to, like, the Strike Force days. Okay. You yeah. know when um when yeah. Scott was running Strike Force, he needed 
uh, I think Alistair for the Grand Prix or vice versa. I know Alistair was fighting in Dream. I think Saka Kibara was the because he's the original Pride guy, and then I think he was also in charge of Dream, and now he's in charge of Ryzen. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of just like different versions of the same shit that he's putting out. You know what I mean? In terms of like packaging, but uh, I I think it it's gonna be good. You know, for the sport and promotions, a cross promotion like this, like regardless. Yeah. I, and I think the more eyes get on it, that definitely would open the door. I think Bellator and PFL have talked about mm. doing a promotion like Cyborg and things like that. Um, but I think, you know, I'm trying to think of like who the most successful uh, organization that could pair with UFC. And obviously, a lot of people for the longest time thought it was Bellator, but I think it's going to be. It's probably going to be something else. It's probably going to be, I don't know. And then like with with the whole Dana White Contender Series and like the way to UFC or whatever, all those different shows that are coming up, like it, it just doesn't, not to say those promotions are like that. Uh, they are signing great top talent. It's just that it feels like they're going to, they don't really have anyone that they, they can really partner with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a cross promotion between the UFC and one uh fighting championship, one yeah. championship, but the problem is their fucking weight classes are wonky. Yeah. Like I don't know, like people were talking about at one point like Angela Lee was is the like Adam Weight champion, but Adam Weight in one in in uh in one is 115 pounds, which is strawweight in the UFC. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, what about Angela Lee versus Joanna?" Like this is back in the day, obviously. And you know, there's some interesting matchups like that, but there has to be like some common ground. And I just don't fucking want like, you know, if the UFC guy or or gal beats the fucking uh, breaks off the one guy, I'd be like, oh well, our weight classes are different. You know, I would fuck be, you. I, I would be interested to see how they implement um, weight cutting and hydrogen tests. I mean, uh, or bro, can you imagine DJ? Forget about any other weight class right now. I want to fucking promote. They already did a trade. They did a trade. Yep. UFC versus one or not versus, but fucking, you know, yeah, to make the trade. Yep. Make the trade on both. Though, those are the parties involved. Ben Askren versus I keep yep. saying versus dude. Traded, Traded Ben Askren for Mighty Mouse. Yeah. Mighty Mouse is now the, uh, the flyweight champion. Can you imagine him versus the winner of Figgy Moreno four? Absolutely. It would be fucking phenomenal. Give it to me. It's mine. Yeah. But honestly, like, First of all, lost so hard on that trade. Like UFC lost so freaking hard on that trade. Like the worst. Like Ben Askren gave some gave a knockout, <laughs> gave a knockout highlight to Jorge Masvidal. Oh, it built Jorge Masvidal, and they <laughs> they did a lot of revenue with the BMF fight and everything. So like, yeah. I feel like I feel like that didn't happen without the trade. That's fair. Yeah, but at the same time, like DJ as a dominant champion would have been great, and we could have we could have actually seen Henry Cejudo. Imagine he was on like fifteen title, title defenses. Oh, yeah. That'd be so great. Anyway, uh, well, anyway, um, yeah, uh, d- bad numbers doing like closing the door for cross promotion. No, no, cross promotions will always exist because fighters, um, you know, especially if like more fighters have more title defenses in those um, organizations, they're gonna start saying like, "Hey, what's up with UFC?" You know, they're gonna start challenging to to someone else or say like, "Nobody's making this." You know, they're making it too easy for me. Get someone else in here. So, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. All right. All right. Next up, we got some voicemails from the homie MMA Catfish. 
Let's hear it. Oh, fuck's sake. Here we go. Hey, Julio, baby. It's the MMA Catfish. Yo, I ain't got a question this week. I mean, I usually don't have a question. I just called in to bring the fucking fire. And the fact is, motherfucking Aljo is the luckiest motherfucker in MMA ever. He wins the fucking title on a DQ to Peter Yan. So he won a fucking title in a fight that he didn't fucking do a goddamn thing to win the title. He won, mind you. He didn't do anything to fucking win. He gets the rematch. He did win that fight. Props to him on that. His next title event is against TJ Dillashaw, who comes in with his shoulder so fucked up that he told the ref before the goddamn fight, hey, my shoulder is so fucked up, it's going to fucking pop out. Don't worry about it. We'll just fucking put it back in. Clearly, there's no way that motherfucker was he, his game plan was that Aljo was going to slip on a fucking banana peel and he was going to win. And so Aljo fucking wins again by doing absolutely fucking nothing himself. <laughs> now, normally... I would say that an injury is a legit win, but only when that injury is caused in the fucking Correct. fight. That motherfucker was injured long before the fight, never should have fucking been in the fight, and they had no fucking business happening, and Aljo didn't fucking cause it. A fucking stiff breeze could apparently pop TJ's fucking shoulder out of its socket. Shit needs surgery. So, yeah, three fucking fights where Aljo has won... I don't. I admit it. Yes, he won all three of those fights. Only one of those three had fucking anything to do with his own actions. And it's absolutely fucking ludicrous. Luckiest, luckiest motherfucker in MMA. Fuck him. Rape apologizing motherfuckers <laughs> standing up for fucking that fucking tape piece of shit. Fuck Aljo. That's it. That is it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's such a unfortunate thing. Yeah, for Aljo. I mean, and like I said, we'll see what happens. Uh, for him to fight again. I mean, I think him and Sean O'Malley should fight. Um, now, like, I think Sean's performance was enough to get it there and he's already at the superstar status so he they might as well capitalize on it and let him be at the top and 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 make that money he is enough of a star to make as much money for them as uh the next up-and-coming um connor um yeah maybe not uh maybe not as much but he's definitely like i would say at least like top 10 draw can be top 10 draw if, if they, they market him, him the yeah. right way. Yeah, which he's already, like, a lot of people love him at this point. Like, a lot of, like, as problematic and as dumb as he is, a lot of people, like, casuals do love him. You know? So, I think they should put make that fight happen again. And I really think, I mean, what would be great is, like, Sean O'Malley versus Aljo would be great for so many different reasons. One, for Sean O'Malley to win uh, would be great for the promotion of the UFC. For Aljo, Aljo to win, it would silence a lot of things. It would uh, put him in a better space. Like, I mean, obviously, you don't want the positive things to happen to Aljo because rape apologist, but, um, but I just mean like, for his sake to not to get those asterisks taken away. Um, he like him beating Sean O'Malley would would do it. 
it's like two pieces of shit coming together and making one large, incredibly big, massive diarrhea that's full of money and everyone likes to watch. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Diarrhea is the perfect analogy there. Yeah, it's two big piles of diarrhea fighting each other. If, You're honestly, fucking wild, right here, bro. Right here's the thing. I am wild, but here's the thing. What happens? What happens if? I'm not. I'm muted. I think you already know where this is going. But, no, I know. Oh, just in but, case. Yeah, but Aljamain Sterling and Sean O'Malley, and then the co-main event is Justin Kish with whoever. Can you imagine if they did a fucking cross promotion? <laughs> every time I bring it up, every time I bring it, the, the thought of her shitting her pants again is so, so funny, dude. Funny because because ah, it's so I don't want, I don't want to, have to explain it again because the idea that someone of a bunch of everyone just literally collectively saying again around the world would be the funniest thing on the planet Earth. I mean, we're talking naked gun levels of hilarity. Anyway, just everyone just like, doing like, like, again. Uh, like, imagine the fucking UFC puts on the broadcast like. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just I'm just saying like that. That's yeah. So Aljo at 100 percent is the very lucky. I mean, he's got a he has two title. Um, no, one title defense with an asterisk by it. One title win with an asterisk by it. Like, how many other people do you know that have that in the history of UFC? It's very tough. It's very hard to think about those people. So, yeah. So, I I think that Sean O'Malley and Aljamain would be a good... Only, only thing I can think of as far as a win with an asterisk on it is, um like, when you're winning the belt for the first time, like you are talking about, versus a defense. Yeah. Is, um, for a title fight, is Matt Hughes, because when he won the belt, I think he was fighting Carlos Newton. He was in a triangle and he pushed the motherfucker up against the the cage to defend mm-hmm. it. Well, the fucking motherfucker goes to sleep from the triangle, falls, and Carlos Newton didn't let go of the triangle because he thought he was like getting slammed. Mm-hmm. He thought he didn't know Matt Matt went out. I think, and Carlos Newton got fucking knocked out from this slam, which wasn't a slam, which is just him fucking falling. And they're like, okay, well, the first one to wake up is the champion. And wow. Matthews woke up first. That is an asterisk. That's a fair one. Yeah, that's so, a fucking double asterisk. So I think what's coming next, uh, it should be Sean O'Malley and Aljamain. I really do. And Dana already said that, that that whoever wins that fight below gets the next title shot. So hopefully he follows through with that. Hopefully, his yeah. motherfucker was talking about Henry Cejudo in the press conference, like yeah, a piece yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, he sent in another one today. It's kind of interesting. On that note about Sean O'Malley. Hmm. Hey, Julio B. It's the MMA Catfish. Yo, man, I'm calling in to say that every single person saying that John was robbed and O'Malley didn't deserve a win has a shit case. And here's why it's a shit case. Not necessarily because of that fact, although, I mean, you know, it wasn't a robbery. Because both fights are fucking robberies, motherfuckers. But the point is myself and every single person I saw wait in on it said that Scott O'Malley was going to literally get fucking murdered by Peter Yon. And not only did he not get murdered, he won a close decision and went 15 rounds and fucked Yon face up. So, like, and I'm not a fucking O'Malley fan. Fuck O'Malley, he's fucking annoying. He's stupid. It's like, I can't fucking stand the guy. But 
I am willing to actually be fucking honest and say that I thought he would get absolutely fucking murdered, and he fucking did not get absolutely murdered. He actually did incredibly fucking well in, holy fuck, like, fuck it, man. Give him a fucking title shot. I don't even give a fuck. But y'all saying he was robbed? Fucking shit cake, bro. I can't even take this seriously. Let me tell you why. We are the we way are spirit animals in that regard. You're right. Yeah. It's it is a shit take. Uh, saying that it was a robbery is a shit take. Thinking that the thinking way that... he kept saying murdered <laughs> it reminded thinking... me of an SNL sketch. Kay McKinnon murdered the murder. You murdered a dirter murderer. Have you seen that one when she's in Pennsylvania? I They're making fun of the Pennsylvania dialect. Oh, it's no. so fucking ridiculous, bro, but it's so funny. And Rhino showed it to me, actually. <laughs> murder, They're like, the way they say like words like daughter sometimes sound like dirter. Like, oh, you dirter? Or like, or they'll say water. Water yeah, or dirter. Murder. You murder. Can I get some water for the dirter? Murder, dirter. <laughs> <laughs> murder the dirter. Um, look, yeah, it was pretty close. I think, yeah. Thinking that Jan won, I don't think is outlandish. Thinking that he was robbed, yes, is 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 pretty outlandish because Sean was was lighting him up a lot. But thinking that Jan won, I don't think that that person's too crazy. Um, but yes, in opposition of what everyone thought was going to happen, which was that Sean O'Malley was going to get fucking nuked and outclassed, did yeah. not happen. That did not happen. He did not get nuked or outclassed. And it just I makes mean, you like wonder what's going to come next for him in terms of his next fight. Even if he doesn't fight for the title, like what's that performance going to look like? Because yeah, regardless of the scoring, he fucking showed out. So yeah, I mean it's it's like, going to be now that Aljo. we've seen him against competition that's worthy. I mean we have to we have to hope that it's Aljo because oh dude oh would even be better. Fucking uh oh I would love it. Fucking Henry Cejudo versus fucking Sean O'Malley. Oh yeah, dude. Here's why. Because they're fucking both pieces of shit, and I just want them to see both of them just beat each other up, and then they both lose. This is fucking diarrhea. Yeah, by a shit decision. <laughs> no, but for real. Um, yeah, no, but uh, O'Malley declaring the winner by a kish decision. Oh wow, Sean O'Malley, stupid baby humor. We have fucking it was immature the humor. humor. So humor. So bad humor. Anyway, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. Okay, book it. No, him, get Henry. If we want Henry, I don't want Henry Sudo fighting for a fucking title. I want him fighting Sean O'Malley. That's what I want. That I'd rather have that. Just like the buildup, the cringe of both of those guys talking shit to each other would be just so. I mean, I, honestly, I actually here's the thing. hate the fucking but, call out when he's like, <laughs> I'll just shit stain or whatever. Like, okay, so this ugh. is my this is my take on it specifically. If this is only this is only if um Henry Cejudo won't go away. If we can guarantee right. that Henry Cejudo will go away, then then that's the better option. Fuck, then fuck off. Yeah. But if yeah. he, if he's not, and his co- name keeps coming up in the conversation, he's still in the testing pool and said he retired and all that stuff, and is not leaving. Please put him in front of Sean O'Malley so they can both just stop each other's hype bullshit. Please. <laughs> yeah, because that's exactly what is going to happen. Both of them. Yeah, exactly. What one of them will get out, and one of them will get, and then like one of them will leave the UFC. It's great. Anyway. I don't think it's how that works, but I wish it yeah. was. I, yeah, everybody does. All right. Um, yeah. So definitely Sean O'Malley should probably get the title shot. If not, if Henry Sudo's still around and Dana's still white, Dana White's still talking about it, Dana, 
book Sean O'Malley versus Henry Cejudo, and let's get this annoying fest over with. Preach. Well, thank you, Monsieur Catfish. He fucking tagged me on Instagram. He does his fucking food posts every once in a while where he's making meals, and he's like, oh, I made a vegan soup, curry, whatever, for fucking friendly Sparpod tagging me, and it was like, but he's a cuck, though. And I was like, hey, man. <laughs> I'm not a cuck for soup. You think I want to watch someone else eat soup? My soup? No. No. I'll fucking eat your soup. Yeah. He'll take your soup. Send him soup in the mail. Yeah, send don't him put any cum in it. Yeah, don't <laughs> put any cum! Don't you fucking dare put any cum. Uh, Alright, what do we got next? We don't. We got something next. No. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, yeah. hold on. We got we got an email from T Cross. I literally haven't pulled yeah. up right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold <on. laughs> Holy shit! Let me just check my notes. Just double check. Yeah. Okay. We did that. We did that. Okay. It is just the fucking email from T Cross left. Right. All right. Let's hear it. And I'm gonna try to put on the video for the video patrons. May not work out. What's up, fellas? It's T Cross here. Um, so my question today is, you know, I've been the, one of the bigger Volkanovsky stands. I was saying he was number one pound for pound before Usman lost. Love him to death. However, I don't know how I feel about this champ champ status when we have such a clear cut number one contender in Benil Darius. Um, I feel so bad for that guy. That guy deserves a title shot. He deserved a title shot before Islam, I thought, personally. Missed out on it. Missed out on his chance to fight Islam because he got hurt, and that's why Islam got the title shot. Um, but now he's getting fucked again. So what What do you guys think? Do, do you think Darius should take another fight? He said he would fight Oliveira. Or do you think he should wait for the winner of Volk Islam? Because he, he deserves a title fight. What do you guys think? Yeah, dude, my problem with Darius right now is that he's not being vocal enough about that. Like, I guess he like he feel, speaking of cucks, he feels like he's being cucked by the fucking UFC because he was like, oh, they told me I was the backup. And then Volk was like, no, he's being cucked by Volk, actually, not the UFC. Yeah, I, well, maybe I mean, both. Like, but I don't know, like Benil. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, I mean, obviously, we have to wait for um, Dustin and and, and uh, Justin again. Or wait, Dustin no, and Chandler. Yeah, he asked for both those guys too. He he was like, I want to fight them, and they're like, No, you get yeah. to fight fucking Matosh Gamrod, this fucking streaking Polish dude. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't really know. I I think that Benil should. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are going to go up in the air. He should get a title shot. Two months. Yeah, I agree with T Cross. It it is kind of bullshit. Like I do love Volk, and I and like I want him to have that, but bruh. Especially with the way that Islam it's such a rose, weak rose too. to the, the lightweight yeah. part. I think you're right, actually. We should get someone in the mix that hasn't been he there He has yet. to prove himself. Yeah. You yeah. did not fight a ton of ranked guys on your way up, dude. Yeah. And you did you did beat Charles Oliveira. And yes, Charles is a very, very, very great fighter. Yeah. And looked undefeatable by all these people, sure. And like, But remember, MMA math does not add up. No. It never adds up. You know, we could get into like a, a menage a trois with, um, yeah. you know, Islam, Charles, and Benil, maybe. Like, you want them to have a three way. I do. You want them to fucking rail each other. 
in the ring. <laughs> Not the octagon, the ring. The ring. Yeah. I want them all going from the top rope with their penises out into each other's holes. Human centipede style. That's the noise it makes. As they each... Yep, that's what it makes. It like crescendos. Anyway. Um, but yeah, no. But, Can you but imagine Neil... the accuracy you would have to have? Dude, could you imagine how fucking much I've thought about this? <laughs> Because you have someone, just like forget those three of them. You have, yeah. like, do you have someone? Yeah. You have someone's laying up, laying in laying the ring, ass, ass up. <laughs> and we're in a full arena here with a bunch of people. Full just, arena. Pull, Lights, bunch of people, bunch cameras. Of people just chanting, like, whoa, fuck yeah, I can't believe I'm here for this. Whoa, oh my God, there's a naked man with his penis out in the middle of the ring. I'm so excited. I spent my life savings on this. And this is being televised. I'm so excited to be here. You know, like just fucking falling down the stairs at the same time while it's happening. But anyway, um, they're, they're so, so excited. And that person's penis is very much out. Very. Yeah, very so out. So out. It's all so the way out. out. But then there's also two other guys on the top row with their penises out ready to insert, right? So we're talking like this is all televised and everything, and there's like lights and everything going off on them. And for some reason, one of them has like a disco ball on their head and they shoot lasers at it. But anyway, look, more importantly, is that person is laying in the middle of the ring, ass up. And they're like, okay. So remember, you have one guy that's got to jump from the top rope and perfectly land his penis into a butthole that is perfectly lubricated, hopefully. That's if Guinness not, Book of World Record shit. I don't yeah, give a fuck. If you're yeah. a prude, you have to... The athleticism. But also, they have to write it in the Guinness World Record book, like, first man, but literally... <laughs> but literally, six seconds later, right, and second man. Yeah. Because the next guy has to jump and do it. Yeah. Yeah, the first, the first fucking and, human centipede... An actual human. Well, by the way, it's definitely Live. not the first one because I've definitely um, fucking, I've oh, seen yeah. a lot of pornos where there's a lot of human But more importantly, <laughs> more importantly, those names for that event is Islam Makachev, <laughs> Charles Oliveira, and Benil Darius. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I mean I can't. We got to throw this event, dude. Yeah, we have no choice. We have Mine's no choice tide. but to. Yeah. My, <laughs> We're not going to blow this one, I promise. We're not going to blow this one. And neither are they. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, hey, bro. We're the peanut butter gospel. There's no... Peanut butter gospel. Look at us, okay? Yeah. Man, we're in strong form today, huh? Strong form. I'm saying the best things ever. Half sick. Dude, you know, it's funny. I was like, we got to bang this out. And here we are. Probably another... Another funny episode. Thank you, Another people, for episode. listening to us. Now we got to get to um, our picks. Picks for, for next week. For next week, and then we're out of here, finito. And we're out of here. Well, get some, some patron shoutouts too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna say it here first already. Uh, the fight card coming up this Saturday: uh, Calvin Cater versus Arnold Allen will be better than UFC 280, hands down, guaranteed. In terms of you're talking in about like terms violence, of violence, like they would deliver, yeah. The violence gods will be delivering for us uh this this weekend and they will be delivering 
for us in the best way possible with the first fucking fight on the main card with Dustin Jacoby versus, we all know, Khalil Roundtree Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, Khalil Roundtree, I got him to win by a fucking brutal-ass beating. That's what I got. Same. Although I don't think – I think it's going to be a war. But I think Khalil's going to come on top yeah. maybe catch him with a nice fucking right yeah, hook. But, but hey, man, how about the fucking picture they chose for Arnold Allen? Can you see that through the camera? Through the camera? A little through bit the camera. Oh, wow. L- literally looks like sloth. Wow, amazing. <laughs> the worst <laughs> fucking picture. I um, said that was his profile photo. It's not. If no, you click on his it. profile, it's uh, it actually looks like it might be the one after he knocked out Dan Hooker recently or whatever. Oh, yeah. He just looks so hype and whatever. Um, um but yeah, yeah. My, our, the first, yeah, my my pick is is Khalil Roundtree. I, I can't not go with Khalil. Yeah. I think he's gonna be violent, and I, I and honestly, Juice, I hope it's a war. Yeah, because we need it. We need it in our in our. Blue. We do. Uh, next fight we have is Josh uh, Fremd, Fremd, and then Treshawn Gore. Treshawn Gore. I'm gonna go with. I got Mister Fremd. I'm gonna go with Gore. Because you want to keep your friends close, close. and your enemies and closer, your, and your Gore further away. Keep your friends close and your enemies gore. Yeah, nice. Didn't work out. Yeah, <laughs> didn't right, work the out. next fight we have is uh, Waldo Cortez Acosta versus Jared Vandera. I'm going to go with Jared Vandera. Vandera. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Vandera as well. Um, the next fight after that we have is Tim Means versus Max Griffin. Dirty I'm Bird. Gonna, I'm going with Tim Max Means. Griffin. I'm going with the Dirty Bird Max Griffin. <laughs> I'm going with Tim Payne Means. Oof. Dang, dude. Okay. This, I mean, okay. But, but the main event, guys, Cater versus Arnold Allen, guys. We, If this doesn't turn into a war, I don't know what is. It's Arnold I, Allen, dude, all the way. It's I'm picking Arnold Allen because. I swear but, to God, dude. People picking Calvin Cater are going to fucking drown in their Boston-ass tears. Dude, I don't know, man. Cater's got some... Mm, I don't got know, you're some right. Fucking, he's got some slick boxing, but Arnold Allen's got longer reach and pretty decent fucking boxing, too. and got great yeah. kicks and got good submissions, too. Yeah, he's kind of fucking... He, he's well-rounded. You're absolutely right. All over his fucking over. Boston face. <laughs> yep, going to finish just like that. Um, yeah. Yep, going to duck squeal all over him. Yeah, um... Oh, fuck. All right, I'm gonna go with Arnold Allen as as well. I think, I, but I I hope it's a war. I yeah. hope so too. I don't I don't want it to be like I want him to. I want to feel like we earned this too because like Calvin Cater's known for these wars and like he's known to 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 like fucking be down to scrap and if like I don't I don't want Arnold Allen to beat him and it'd be like oh well you know Calvin Cater, like Calvin Cater is good, but Arnold Allen is fucking next level. Yeah. And I think we're going to see that this weekend. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I really do truly believe that this fight card will be better than 280. If you liked, if you were, a, if you're a fan, a huge fan of uh, Charles Oliveira, this fight card will definitely be better for you. Yeah, dude. You know, but it's going to, it's going to kick off the rest of these fights uh, leading up to the end of the year with some great violence. Uh, we thought 280 was going to do that. It created a weird, fight card that we not a lot of people were very happy with i i am praying to the violence gods and normally my answers are are my prayers are answered and normally i'm answered so yeah well you know well man uh 
we started so soon and we got here so fast. Like what? Right. Here we are. And we I think we covered everything we could have. Yeah, we covered everything in our fucking cum. Yeah, cool. Definitely did that. Uh earlier today. Nine thirty <laughs> a.m. Anyway. Yeah, PM. Yeah, yeah. earlier today at nine thirty PM. Yeah. Uh, all right, Juice, please. It's fucking six thirty. And shout out our lovely patrons. Uh actually yeah, before mate. you do that. You guys can follow me at LeoGH2113 on Instagram and Twitter. Please um, like me. <laughs> Please be my friend. Follow, follow Dave us. L, make a fucking Twitter and follow. Please, Dave L, mate. Yeah, please. Thank you. I can get, I can use one more follower and uh, <laughs> we can use more uh, UFC, uh, UFC Twitter content. Uh, I don't do a lot. Uh, I probably will be doing a lot this this uh, weekend, um, but you know who knows. Sometime maybe I'll I'll get involved on Twitter again. Maybe when I'm in Hawaii. But anyway, moving on to our lovely patrons that make this all possible. APB, Sandy Pants, Alex from Jersey. Hold on, I gotta back up by APB. I gotta give APB a special shout out, dude. She was making me fucking laugh on Rhino's podcast, dude. She was talking about UFC 280, and she was like, I feel like this card gave me like three lady boners, but I never came. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so funny, dude. Okay, APB, Sandy Pence, Alex from Jersey, T Cross, Fee, Dave L, Jimmy the Drunk, Mix the Man. Anonymous, who wants to remain anonymous. That's fair. I think, based on the fact that I, I've said on the podcast, hey, do you want to be if added to the Twitter? Revealed, so, yeah. And they were like, silent. Didn't say anything. Didn't confirm or deny other way. And I was like, okay, I think they just, just want to be anonymous. Uh, yeah, be anonymous. Anyway, anonymous. David Everett, Wholesome MMA, Brian Pichet, Dave, aka Nobby Buckles, Super Manly Nick, David S., D. Crons. Harry Andrew, Cakes, QAR, Dash, and Zen. Love you all. Thank you all. Please get your friends to to, to subscribe. Join our Patreon. Enjoy yeah. us. Enjoy our faces when we talk about this stuff. Well, yeah, if you're on the uh, Fight Pick League because you're not a patron, chew doing. It's thirty. It's three cents a day. Yeah. As three cents a day yeah one dollar yeah. a month get you access to the patreon fight pick league win a beautiful yeah. bell with a picture of a butt plug on it yeah who doesn't want that well, i don't know about that it's currently in davell's possession so it is currently davell's possession and he may or may not have fucked wearing the belt which we're very proud of very proud of yeah. If uh, allegedly, I said may or may not. So, but honestly, if you if, if if everyone after that gets the belt after this, if they could uh, post a photo of themselves post coitus, um, mid coitus. What are you mid-coitus. talking about? Mid coitus. We want that mid. <laughs> we want the mid. We want the mid ten second shot. Uh, yeah, that would be great. Or just like over your shoulder or something. That'd be awesome. Oh wow! If people actually did that and committed, like committed to doing that. I would 100% be rooting against Dave L. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
Because I want to. I mean, I do. I, I would want to. If Dave Al fucking puts a selfie and he's like fucking some girl and like wearing the belt, I'd be like, fuck yeah. But then I would want to see more. I'd be like, okay, yeah, you had your chance. Now let's. Yeah, let's get I mean? other people in the, yeah. on this. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. So dumb. It is dumb. Well, you know, we usually try to end the podcast in like a witty way or just like mid sentence. But honestly, I can't. Even-